A fee has been paid by the Animal Rescue League for the editorial content of the following program. This is News Radio 1040, WHO. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Carol. Hi, Mick. How are you? Good. Welcome to ARL Animal Connection. For everyone that's listening out there, and. <laughs> You're tired today, aren't you? I am a little bit. I just got to get my brain going. I don't know what's going on. It's been a busy week, though. We've had a lot going on, which is great. It is. We'll talk about that. We've got lots of things coming up. Yep. Um, so we'll talk about those, but we've got some interesting subjects that you and I have been talking about that we'll yeah. get through today. And, you know, opening all your windows. This weather is your kind of weather, I know. I love it. Love it, yeah, love it, love it. Lo- and tomorrow's I- October 1st. Yeah. You know how much I love it. I know, and that means closer to Halloween, too. It does, it? yes. <laughs> so excited. And uh, it starts, usually there's this channel on, you know, TV that plays like a scary movie, you know, just scary movies like all through the month of October. So I, I did not know that. Get that channel figured out so I can start my foray into you watching all these movies. Foray. <laughs> Listen to you being my all journey. fancy. <laughs> Fancy schmancy. So, yes, I'm very excited. I'm very excited, as you know. And it kicks off our ARL Emma Connection, Rats, Spiders, you know, Scary mm-hmm. Stuff, Oh My series, where our trivia questions are going to be about scary, st- well, allegedly scary stuff, like rats don't scare me, but you know what I mean? Yeah, the, what would be the word? The Perceived. Yes, the perception of these little yes. critters aren't, is not good sometimes. Right, and you know, really, if you look at it, like especially with rats, you know, it kind of probably started with movies that, you know, yep. I'm not going to say movie names because we might, you know, end up doing trivia about them, but ah. um, but yeah, it started with that, and, and so they just make rats look scary, but yep. you know, rats are really wonderful pets. Yeah, they are. They're yeah. highly trainable and affectionate. Yeah. So, yeah. I've not had one as a pet, but I've worked with some, and some of my friends have had them as pets. And yep. Yeah. Fan- they put them in their jacket, and they walk around, yeah. and take them outside, and go to the shops, wherever they may be. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, so yes, it'll be a fun month. It's going to be a fun month on the ARL Animal Connections with our uh, trivia and all that kind of fun stuff. Although, you're getting ready to got, what, two weeks? And two you're weeks. Out. Yep. So, those of you who haven't heard yet, Mick McAuliffe is heading out to beirut mm-hmm. and i'm um, going to be working with some well you go ahead and talk a little bit about what you're going to be doing again yeah working with uh, united nation explosive detection dogs uh, primarily on behavior so stress reduction in kenneling and work and uh, they are very open-minded to best practices so these guys like what can you bring to us you know positive reinforcement what can we do to even improve their skills but give them the tools then if they encounter behavior problems down the road that they can work with them themselves and make their their lives easier and make their dogs lives even better so yeah yeah, these are you know some people get worried working dogs um, you know shouldn't be used for these sorts of things dogs with jobs are a necessary part of our world mm-hmm. but the dogs with jobs that i've had uh they would not be an average pet when they retire they like to lie around a little bit yeah but these dogs are go-getters and sometimes don't fit into homes real well yeah. so giving them and they're with their handler over eight hours a day wish i could spend that much time with no kidding yeah i remember when i did my dogs i would part of my training 
program is actually going swimming down the river with your dog. Mm-hmm. And the bosses would look at me and go like, really, you're working? You know, a nice hot summer day, you're yeah. down, the do- down the river swimming with your dogs. Huge bonding. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Bonding and spending time and grooming and all the other little things is huge. So I wish I had the time to do it at home some days. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah, it's going to be just for two weeks. Um but it'll be interesting. Yeah. See what we can do to help them out. Well, we can't wait to hear about it when you get back, too. Yeah. So um, that's very exciting. So in those two weeks that Mick is gone, we will have a guest uh, co-host. So yep. we'll see how that goes. Stay tuned. Because you know me. I'm, to- <laughs> I'm totally used to you. So this could be interesting. We'll see. I'm, like get- I'm getting like- them lined up now. Last, like I said last week, I might be out of... I could take another week off. Yeah, well, let's not go crazy. Okay. Uh, two weeks is going to be enough. I'm going to miss you after that. Although, we had an event on Thursday night mm-hmm. at the Animal Rescue League. And I people would ask me about the radio show. And then we had a speaker and she mentioned it. And I'm going to make you turn red here in a second. But everybody's all about your accent. So Funny that, huh? Yes, and how they love listening to you because your accent. So I'm not sure anyone even listens to me. So when you're not here, I may have to... Try to, you know, sound like you or get parts of your accent so that when I do the show when you're gone that... I've known you for eight years now and <laughs> now you think about it. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I, oh, it's different. It's, you know, it's fun. Having an accent uh, does create some interest. <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. I go, I remember a couple of years ago because we were doing the um, radio show and it's like... I got into the cab and the driver goes, oh, you're Mick. And I'm like, okay. People do recognize you. <laughs> I can't here. hide in this town now, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But that's good. It's nice to be recognized, but the accent uh, sort of is a bit catchy sometimes. Yeah. People like it. We do like it. I Eight years ago when I met you, you would say things, and I really, to be honest, and you know this, we've had this discussion, mm-hmm. I sometimes didn't know what you were saying, and I... Being from the Midwest, I would just, and taught to be polite, I would just nod and try to, you know, okay, whatever, walk away going, God, what was he talking about? I have no idea. Now I just get to the point where I'm like, what? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All graces aside, what in the world are you talking about? Exactly. My wife still does that to me too, 11 years and she's... But that has nothing to do with your accent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, touche, boom, boom. But it was odd this week speaking about my accent because our show now is recorded, Mm -hmm. um, available for playback on our website as well as um, iHeartRadio and WHO. And it's weird hearing yourself. Yeah, I can't listen to it because... I walked out of the office and said, I apologize to everyone for my accent right now. (laughs) Yes. Is that what I sound like? Okay. There's going to be a section on our website going live here anytime soon, Mm -hmm. which we'll have the podcast on it. So um, you can listen to us. But that doesn't mean we don't want you to get up with us in the morning on Saturday mornings. It's the last time we talk about that. Right, exactly. (laughs) Tell your friends, maybe. Yes, there you go. So last week I brought home my chicken. Yes. My new chicken and from the name. Rescue League. And, you know, we had our wonderful caller, which I just am still kicking myself for not getting her name, called in about uh, naming a chicken named Fern. And mm-hmm. so her name is Fern. And so I've been calling her Fern all week. It just fits her, too. It's so cute. So, yes, she's been a little more shy. We've done this introduction at night so that the rest of them couldn't see her. And they're not even paying attention to her or picking on her. She's just a little, like, you know. Standoffish. Yeah, what's going on type of thing, you know. But I went in last night to check on them. Where did all this luxury come from? Yeah, (laughs) quite the 
large coop. Um, so I went in to check on them last night, and uh, she was up on the nesting, you know. Oh, perch. Thank you, boy. It's a day for Both words, isn't it? We're having a problem today, aren't we? Up on the perch, but surrounded by all of my other chickens. So oh, nice. Like, That's great. So it's she's coming along. So she's fitting in. She's fitting in. So how cool. Yes. Um, Last week we also had a caller about travelling with pets. Yes. So I did my homework and I found a site that I looked at a couple of different ones, but the one I found for, I guess, user-friendly, you know, type in, I'm driving from this location. I did actually Des Moines to Boston. Okay. Um, My wife's from Boston, so that's where that come from, why Boston? And you can click on then the things you – they're pet friendly, whether that be hotels, restaurants, camping grounds, um, fun activities, all those sorts of things, and it'll plot it out and show you all the way across your whole trip what what's available. Okay, that is very cool. I know. I kept playing on it, and I had to get back and do some work. Oh my gosh, that is so cool! So, what's the what's the is there a website or yep. an app to that? It's a, a website. Web, a website. I'd, yep, gopetfriendly.com. Gopetfriendly.com. Yeah. So, and they have a blog, so travelers put their comments on there and stuff. So oh, that's great. Yep. So that's the one I found that for me was most user friendly. Yeah. That's really, um, so, and think, there's a couple others out there, but that do the same thing. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I thought when I jumped on it was the quickest and fundamentals I could do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Well, that is really cool. So, gopetfriendly.com, great resource for if you're traveling to yeah. kind of give you pet-friendly stuff along your route. And they're not sponsoring the show, but they could. That's right. They could. <laughs> they definitely could since we're giving them that free plug. So, anyway. Um, no, if it helps people. And, right. Yeah, it was, exactly. it was uh, surprising. Like, before you got to Davenport, there's all these plotted points where you – because they have the little icon yeah. that you just click on that pops up that hotel and – I'm like, okay, I might not have to stop just yet, but there's plenty of them. Yeah, that's really cool. That is really cool. Well, I tell you, Mick and I are here till 7 o'clock this morning. Um, uh, 284-1040. Please call in, tell us a good story. If you have any questions on behavior, we've got behavior questions today as well. That's right. Um, and, yes, we had some submitted online, and that's going to be another feature of what's on our we- going to be up on our website here soon, which is easy to go out to our website, www.arl-iowa.org, and then Animal Connections, and click to get right to us. So We'll be back real soon. In all states. Clouds will increase overnight tonight, but you can expect temperatures to stay in the upper 60s for the start of Monday. Monday will be a mostly cloudy day with scattered showers and thunderstorms. However, storms will remain non-severe with afternoon highs around 82 degrees. Spotty light showers are possible through Tuesday, and between Monday and Tuesday, we'll see about a quarter to a half inch of rain with isolated amounts up to three quarters of an inch. A bit of a mist is expected through Tuesday, but we'll see highs dropping into the lower 70s for the afternoon. Wednesday will be a dry day with clouds eventually moving out of the state we'll see a mostly sunny afternoon with a high around 70 degrees that's the latest news radio 1040 who three-day weather forecast i'm channel 13 meteorologist amber alexander clear skies 51 degrees in des moines ready for the next big breaking news story this is news radio 1040 who you're listening to arl animal connection part of our new more live and local weekends on news radio 1040 who 
Welcome back, everyone. We're going to go straight into the trivia question. This is a mix short, it up, mix it up, shorter block. See who's listening. Yep. And a uh, bit of a brain teaser today, though. It is because I had no idea. And so we're starting our scary series of trivia questions this month. Yay! So okay, there was a <laughs> yeah. You, you're not. Oh. It's not your thing, but no, I, have, I love these. Uh, animals and different things that you've been talking about though i think because yeah yeah let's do the trivia yeah i mean <laughs> but the animal rescue league is about more than dogs and cats so correct we, we want to bring this all incorporate in. them in that's exactly right so and if we don't get the answer by the time we have to end this segment we'll just come back at the next segment and finish up this trivia question because here we go so we're going to talk about the movie arachnophobia and of course that is uh half the people just went what yeah, I know. But Arachnophobia was a fabulous movie. Um, it was back in 1990. And basically, this nature photographer dies on assignment in Venezuela. A poisonous spider hitches a ride in his coffin to his hometown in California. And then this, you know, the spiders kind of take over, basically. Mm-hmm. And this no, this exterminator, Delbert McClintock, um, has to try to fight this deadly infestation of spiders that have arrived. And that that's played by John Goodman, who he's just hilarious. So anyway, um, so the question is, what kind of spider were the small spiders? And there's, you know, lots of spiders in this movie, but there's a whole bunch of small spiders. So what species of small spider were used in the film? What was the name of those spiders? Okay. So some species of spider, and we're looking for what species was used. Hmm. So first person that calls in, 284-1040, 284-1040. We will send you an ARL Animal Connections mug. mug. Yeah. Yeah, I've got no idea until you showed me. Yeah, yeah. So, creepy, aren't they? They're a little bit different. A little bit different. Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting, there's this giant spider in the movie. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we're not looking for that. We're looking for the small ones. The giant spider in the film was a species of a bird-eating tarantula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it basically, those can attain a, you know basically leg span of eight inches or more those types of tarantula are not easy to handle so when re- looking into all the trivia on this uh, they actually can give a nasty bite and so um the spider all the spiders in the film were managed and handled by a fame entomologist who wow. knew how to deal with these spiders oh uh, i have walked into a bird spider web really when i was a younger man back in the walking through the jungles on a military exercise so it was huge I screamed and yelled (laughs) and ran around in circles. You look terrified right now, actually, to be honest. Because it it was at night, and I was point person, so I'm at the front, and it's meant to be like the big brave soldier, and it's like, ah! Because they are, like you said, big spiders. We have them in Australia. Not the tarantula type, but bird-eating spiders. Oh, my gosh. I can't even... I can't even... Okay. So you can imagine how big their web is if you're just wandering through the bush no between kidding. two trees. Oh, my gosh. It's like hitting a, a net and you bounce back and wow. Oh, wow. my gosh. Oh, sound effect. Okay, it looks like Nancy's on the phone. Let's, Nancy's our first caller. See if Nancy's got the right answer for us. Hi, Nancy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We good. are great. So what do you think? Well, of course, I cheated and used the internet. Hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's <laughs> for. Um, <laughs> Is this the Avondale spider? That is correct. Very good. Very good. So, Nancy, you got that right. The small spiders used in the film Arachnophobia were Avondale spiders. Have you seen that movie, Nancy? 
Yeah, um, I thought it was a bit far-fetched. Yeah. It was crazy, though. What? (laughs) It is. It's a little, you know, over the top. But some of those, that's kind of why sometimes it makes it fun so yeah it's, it's creepy yeah to think that many in one place yeah exactly exactly well nancy if you want to stay on the line duncan will get your um, address and full name so we can send your mug out to you okay thank you i love your show thank, thank you. you nancy okay. thanks for calling thanks for uh-huh. calling thanks for listening thank you to everyone else who was calling in on that too it's nice to know you guys are up earlier yeah since we're not usually doing our trivia question at that time but um yeah it was interesting too i thought this was also an interesting little fact about this movie was okay so there's like sounds of spiders being crushed in the movie they're not being crushed in the movie mm-hmm. but there's like these sound effects so they used um the sound of somebody crushing potato chips to, huh. be, to be that sound isn't that weird it is very yeah. oh, someone had to sit there and go through all these sounds yeah and, what would yeah. that sound like and they ended up using crush the sound of crushing um potato chips to do that so yeah yeah, wonder what safety officer was looking after the spiders. I know, isn't that interesting too? Because on all film sets, mm-hmm. of course, they have they have somebody for that. Well, humane officer, whatever they want. Yeah, whatever. our own director has been out on movie sets that have been done in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Some big movies care. too. Yeah, Tornado, Bridges of Madison County. Yeah. Um, some others, but uh, because the animals need to be have somebody there for them to yep. kind of monitor that. Um, but, you know, these days, hopefully, hopefully animals are well taken care of. On movie sets, I yeah, know. yeah, much much better than what it used to be. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, a lot of safeguards in place, so that's really nice. Yeah, that's exactly right. So anyway, well, that was very cool. I yes, think it's going to be an interesting. Look, you're all fired up for this, <laughs> aren't you? I am. I was sitting here thinking of my Halloween costume and thinking, what if I should dress up as a spider? That'd well, when you said, funny. "What are you going to be?" I thought you're going to be a bee. I've been a bee before. Have you? Yeah. Huh. I've been a bumblebee um, before. I wouldn't have seen that. Yeah. You. Oh, you probably would just be shocked at some of the things <laughs> I have been before, actually. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes. So, anyway, um, we're, we're coming up on our first break. Yep. Our second, second break. break. My gosh, time is flying. So, when we come back, we're going to talk about finding your escaped house cats. Yeah, this time of year, you know, lovely weather and people opening doors and windows and Stuff happens, so yeah. we'll be able to help everyone out with that. Yep, and give some tips on that. And then um, we people can call in, 284-1040, 284-1040, and ask us questions. But also we've had questions submitted this week, behavior questions. We'll get to some of those as we'll, well. get to some of those as well. So we will be back. Um. Clouds will increase overnight tonight, but you can expect temperatures to stay in the upper 60s for the start of Monday. Monday will be a mostly cloudy day with scattered showers and thunderstorms. However, storms will remain non-severe with afternoon highs around 82 degrees. Spotty light showers are possible through Tuesday, and between Monday and Tuesday, we'll see about a quarter to a half inch of rain with isolated amounts up to three quarters of an inch. A bit of a mist is expected through Tuesday, but we'll see highs dropping into the lower 70s for the afternoon. Wednesday will be a dry day with clouds eventually moving out of the state we'll see a mostly sunny afternoon with a high around 70 degrees that's the latest news radio 1040 who three-day weather forecast i'm channel 13 meteorologist amber alexander clear skies and 51 degrees in des moines with news radio 1040 who you're listening to arl animal connection part of our new more live and local weekends on news radio 1040 who welcome back everyone we're back with ARL Animal Connection. Yep, yeah, give us a call at 284-1040. Love to hear from you if you've got uh, 
fun animal story or a question on behavior, yeah. we'll help you out. You know, two animal friends of mine, mm-hmm. they're getting married today, so congratulations to Raji and Rebecca. We're getting uh, married this evening. Anim- like the animals? No, get- no, they just love animals. Oh, sorry. They're kind of animals. I'm like, okay, yeah. is a cat, two cats getting married? Or you need cat to wake up again. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, I was just clarifying a point. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we got it clarified. Two, cat- Two human friends, friends of mine who love animals. Okay. Now I'm with you. And are kind to animals and have two cats. They are getting married this evening. So yep. congratulations, congratulations. to Rebecca. Yeah. So sending you hugs. So, okay. So. I thought they had an animal problem. That's what I thought you were leading into. <laughs> now I'm with you. They don't. We were just saying that. Oh, sorry. I spoiled it for them. That's all right. You kind of did. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Let's hope they're sleeping in and not listening. No, that's not right. I want to be <laughs> no, listening. I was say, Wait a shh, What's wrong shh. with that? Yeah. No, I hope they are listening. If you guys are listening, Mick ruined that for you, not me. So, yeah. okay. So, in the last last week, even we've I've had a call about somebody who has uh, one of their house cats that slipped out their door. And they are trying to figure out how to find... Now they have subsequently found the cat, so we'll put a good end to the story. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of just misunderstanding or misthought about what happens when your your house cat might slip out the door. A lot of people, like, they run out the door and they're running, so people think they run and just keep on going, and so they're not necessarily anywhere around. And what's really more accurate is those cats may run but they really tend to stay in the area the general area of which their home was yeah they go to ground yeah they yeah. find somewhere they feel is safe because that's my cat he loves he's harness trained so and he always he was an outdoor kitten loves to be outdoors yep. and if you've got to watch the door so often with him yep He's old, so it's a bit slower. Yeah. But he doesn't run off. But like you said, then when they get outside, they're like, whoops, where am I? Right. And then, so what do we do about that? Because they're somewhere. Yeah. Um, they haven't gone too far. Now what do we do? Yeah. And the other thing about those cats can be when they get outside and they start to become unsure, like, oh, no, I'm outside. What am I doing? They can actually tend to have a little bit of a, what you would say, personality change you know natural go back to more natural mm-hmm. you know natural instincts to them but we view it as a personality change and um they may not come to you like you think they would they may not you know yep. be responding to you like you think they would so we've actually had situations where we've had to uh, help people live trap their own pet house cats um and get them back inside and then crazy, you know, we're back it? to normal it is kind of crazy but there are so many things that you can do and i tell people do them all don't do one and think okay well, if that mm-hmm. doesn't work i'll do two three and four do them all at the same time just out of the gate so first look all over your yard around your own house first be sure and look up in, in case your cat even climbed a tree so you know look everywhere uh, under cars look under porches bushes the whole deal just look around your yard um definitely let your neighbors know you know notify yep. your neighbors hey if you happen to see my cat and that was a, one situation we had where actually the cat was in the neighbor's garage it had ran it had run into the neighbor's garage they had then shut their garage door and the cat was wow. in their garage yep. so talk to your neighbors let them know what happened ask if they're okay for the for the next few days while you're looking for your cat if they're okay if you look in their garage look around their yard ask them um if there's kids in the neighborhood you can definitely 
I even tell the kids, I'll give you 50 bucks if you see my cat, if you yep. let me know. I mean, 20 bucks, something. Oh, they'll be looking right, everywhere. Right. And be sure and talk to the parents of these kids to make sure they don't <laughs> think you're... Good uh, point. Yeah. So, but, you know, see if they can help you. You know, kids are outside playing. Um, see if they can help you. Definitely check under the hood of your car. Get permission from your neighbors to check under the hoods of their cars. Um, make flyers. Lost pet. Uh, reward offered. Um Put that into a Ziploc bag so when it rains, the flyer doesn't get destroyed. So and get the flyers up. Uh, Notify all the local shelters. Go into the shelters. You know, you may have a black cat. It may look particularly one way to you, but in a shelter that's got 400 black cats, go into the shelter. Yep. Um, Iowa Pedal on that same line, too, is the public can post found and lost pets on there as well as we do at the animal rescue league as soon as they come into our care we get them up on that site great website www.iowapetalert.com but be sure as be sure and post on that um as well right away and we recommend saying reward you know um just so hopefully you know somebody may respond more quickly um go to the closest veterinarian offices let them know take them a picture in case if, someone finds it and right. takes it in, yep. Yep, you know, sees it get hit by a car or something, you know, and takes it in or just takes it in. So that's when microchips are so great, aren't they? Definitely. And that's another one. Make sure your pets are microchipped. And if you have a collar and tags on your cats, make sure they have a breakaway collar yep. so that if they get caught on something, that collar is going to break off as opposed to causing them a lot of harm. Um, so just be sure you get them, you get them, uh, microchipped and and that so um put a lost pet advertisement in the local newspaper um we talked about humane traps and mm-hmm. even with one friend of mine i was helping uh we actually put a camera on the trap so we could see if the cat was coming around the trap that's um, cool with yeah today's technology it sure it? is it sure is so you can tell um and then if you've got a another cat in the home even um place a litter box that's been used not only yep. by this cat, but maybe even the other cat. Place it close to the door of your house so the cat can smell um, himself. Something familiar. And the cat housemate, something mm. familiar to him. Um, and use a baby monitor by the food bowl um, so then you can potentially hear your cat also. And I, I tell you, we I helped a friend of mine for nine days. We did this stuff. We put ads out. We were wow. doing all this stuff. And on the ninth day... Um, she heard something on her little baby monitor and her other cat inside was going crazy. A screen had broken out and that's how the cat got out. Um, and she went to the sliding glass door and there stood her cat that had been missing for nine days. So, wow. um, yeah, so all of these things and the best thing, is, I mean, just stay on it, stay on it, stay on it and do not give up. Just stay on it. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, chances are they're hanging around your place. Yeah. And it, your heart races when you think you mm-hmm. when your cat disappears for a second um or gets out the door and then yeah like you said they're there somewhere yep you just gotta keep keep going sticking at it and hopefully it all comes good that's right we have these tips also all written out on our website www.arl-iowa.org but um you know, I, I people are like, oh, well, I'll try this, and then a few days later, I'll try this. No, try it all. Do everything it all, like, all at right once. out of the gate. So yep, blanket um, it. Yep, so that you can get some, uh, get as much help as you can get, and you're, you know, staying around your house. And like I said, that litter box on the porch, um, so they can smell their litter mates, and you know, put food out yep. and just uh, keep them close, so um, we can kind of go from there.
Very cool. They're really so, good tips. Thank yeah. you. Uh, looks like we have a caller, too. Yeah, Mike's we got been holding. Thanks for holding, Mike. How are you this morning? Oh, just heading into work, and I uh, heard your guys' spiel about how you guys could might be able to help us in bad behavior and been having some bad behavior with my puppy. Yeah. How, yeah. how can we help how, you? Uh, well, we've got three dogs, uh, two females and one male. The puppy is one of the females, and okay. we're having a heck of a time trying to train her and get her to even listen. Okay. if you guys might have any tips on that. And is that around the other dogs, Mike? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the other dogs are well-trained. I mean, yep. you snap a command and they're right on it. And we figured that might help, but it doesn't seem to be helping very much. Yeah, normally some mimic training goes on with dogs to dogs. But if she's not getting that, what I would suggest is actually doing a little bit of training on her own. So okay. with the other dogs being around, um, obviously she likes the other dogs or gets excited around the other dogs as well. Um, yeah. What I do is I separate out. It's too much for her. Her brain's not calm enough. Everything's going on. Everything's fun. The other dogs are here. Oh, look, they're sitting. That's really fun. Good for them. Now what do I do? So yeah. we actually separate her out. And so, her, you know, there's minimal or we reduce the number of Distraction. Distraction, stimulation, yeah, all those things, and teach her the fundamentals because if she can't learn when it's calm, she won't be able to learn when, you know, things are even more exciting. So yeah. I, I would split her off and think back to when your other dogs were puppies and, you know, they all learn differently, but it sounds like for her, setting her up on her own and just spending a little bit of training time individually would help a lot. Yeah, because uh, now the other two... We got both of them when they were puppies, too, and we started them training at two separate times because they're obviously different ages, But and the other one picked up off the other one yeah. very quickly, and, I mean, it was snap, snap, snap. It was done. Yeah, and that happens a lot. that We call it mimicking, so they learn by watching the other dog, but she's not getting that part just yet, so what she might do is when you give her the fun, she goes, oh, so sit means this. Now I know what you're saying to the other dogs. So I'll do oh, it as okay. well. Yeah, so, you know, she would still learn over time um, by watching the other dogs or if you reward the other dogs and don't reward her for not doing it. But she also yeah. needs an idea of what she should be doing and that's why I think just a little bit of time on her own so she gets the basics. Okay. Give that a try, let us know, and if not, we will figure something else out. All right, thank you. Thanks, Mike. Have a great day. Yeah, puppies are fun, so they they learn a little bit different. We have another caller on the line. Bob, you there, Bob? Bob? Duncan? Duncan? Bob? (laughs) Anyone? Duncan? Carol? How are you? (laughs) We'll get to Bob in a second, I guess. There he is. is. There he is. Hey, Bob. I'm here. Hey, Bob. Uh, In most cities, it's illegal to have cats roaming off your property. In Urbandale, if I catch a cat, I treat it like a feral cat unless it has a collar and a tag on it. Then I call the animal control. Mm-hmm. People got to quit letting their cats roam loose. Yeah, you know, you probably hear us on here talking about, you know, it's safe and better for your cats to be inside, you know. Um, well, it's the law. That too. That too. So yep. you're absolutely right. And people, you can check your local ordinances. Um, okay, I've got 11 I've caught 11 cats this year. Yeah. Yep. And 
yeah, those people, again, you know, we're pet lovers, we're pet people, um, but we also got to respect the law and our neighbours as well, you know, keeping animals in the right home. So hopefully those guys had microchips and they got home, but understand your point, Bob, definitely. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, and that's, you know, part of that thing too with, um, you know, looking for your cat if it got mm-hmm. out, if it slipped outside, you know, if those microchips will help. So if somebody did call and yeah. control and have your pet picked up, be sure and check the shelters. It is such a low percentage of cats that are returned to their owners that come into shelters, like 2%. I, yeah, I haven't nation- checked it this year. Yeah, but it's around 2 to 3, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's nationwide. So low, nationwide. So, I mean, that's why it's so important to have those microchips in there so we get those cats back home and why you should also check your shelters if, if yep. your cat happens and to keep slip out. them up to date if you have any changes right That's um right. one great thing they always trace back to the implanter yep um but then the shelter of the implanter the vet clinic or the shelter won't be able to find you either right if you don't keep it up to date with the details so it's yeah. just another point but they are fantastic uh, for lots of different reasons, but definitely if somebody else picks up your cat yep. or the animal control and it ends up somewhere else, they will get your animal back to you that day. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, shelters don't want to keep your... <laughs> we're good. We're good. We want to get them back to you. Those I house would, cats that slipped out, we want them back home for no you. No offense the Animal Rescue League. I would love not to have to be doing what we're yeah, doing, absolutely. what I'm doing now every yeah. day. Yeah, I'd love those animals to be in a home and do other programs. Right, that's but right. So we do. Uh, we're there. We're yeah. there for them. We are going to have to take another break. It looks like we've got um, Doug calling in too. So Doug, if you can stay on hold, we'll be back to you in just a couple minutes. Clouds will increase overnight tonight, but you can expect temperatures to stay in the upper 60s for the start of Monday. Monday will be a mostly cloudy day with scattered showers and thunderstorms. However, storms will remain non-severe with afternoon highs around 82 degrees. Spotty light showers are possible through Tuesday, and between Monday and Tuesday, we'll see about a quarter to a half inch of rain with isolated amounts up to three quarters of an inch. A bit of a mist is expected through Tuesday, but we'll see highs dropping into the lower 70s for the afternoon. Wednesday will be a dry day with clouds eventually moving out of the state we'll see a mostly sunny afternoon with a high around 70 degrees that's the latest news radio 1040 who three-day weather forecast i'm channel 13 meteorologist amber alexander fair and 50 degrees in des moines news radio 1040 who you're listening to arl animal connection part of our new more live and local weekends on news radio 1040 who well, we're just we're back, ready to finish up the show, but we have Doug on the line, so we better get to Doug. He's been nice enough to hold. Good morning, Doug. Good morning. I'm uh, about 60 miles or so uh, outside of the Des Moines metro uh, rural area. It doesn't seem very common that any of the vets in the area will microchip. Is there such a thing as a do-it-yourself microchip for pets? Unfortunately not. Um, you know, we have... A lot of the shelters will do it. Uh, vet clinics um, mostly do it, um, but yeah, there's not. You can't purchase or uh, should not implant those yourself, and then they have to be registered as well. So, for like us with the Animal Rescue League, when we implant a microchip, it goes into our database, with the then registered to the microchip companies, so they know where that microchip is. And okay. But then what's we the at, co- we at the, the rescue cost of, uh, of microchipping. Yeah, 
Well, we actually have uh, open microchipping, walk-in microchipping at the Animal Rescue League Animal Care and Control Facility here in Des Moines every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 9 until noon. And the cost is $35 fee per pet, at dog, cat, or rabbit, and, and includes the registration for the chip for life. And then if you're on any income assistance program, it's $15. Okay, that's great information. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. No in, problem Doug. at all. Yeah, and it's important to say. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. It's important to say too that, like when we microchip, we keep those on file forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they, it'll still go to this registration, but we're going to have it forever. Very much so, and um, it's a quick process. You know, it's about the size of a grain of rice, as we say. Yep. And it's worth every penny. Yep. Uh, I don't have a pet that's not done. Right. So. Implanted, um, kind of between the shoulder blades yep. with a needle. So it's kind of like getting a shot. It is. So, yeah. Yep. Um, but, and then the microchip scanners, the uh, animal control officers carry them in their vehicles. All the clinics have them. All the shelters have them. And by the time the pet comes in, it's scanned, microchip scanned. Staff are on the phone giving you a call. Yeah. Yeah, and we scan everything as it comes in because we yeah. want to make sure if it's got a chip in it, we can get it back to you as soon as possible. But And yeah. we scan it throughout the whole process as well. So, yep. you know, there has been stories people ask, oh, they move. How? Very rare. Yeah. But um, we, we've got techniques that make sure we don't miss them. You know, I don't know whether Dan has a conspiracy story that the government's, you know. Looking at microchips, I know he's got that it's, look uh, in his it's eye. It's Big Brother all the way. That's what you I know, thought uh, he was going Tomorrow is October 1st, and did you guys talk about uh, making plans or preparations to uh, keep your pets warm in the winter? We talked, no, not today we haven't. That's okay, well, I, you, up, know, you know, it's, you know, it's just, you know, always yeah. plan ahead. And yeah, I was uh, drinking my uh, my uh, ARL coffee with my coffee mug the other there day. There you, you go. Know, I just, how, how would someone get one of those mugs? Well, we changed it up today. We've yeah. been doing the trivia question at the same time every week. So if you tuned in a bit later, we've, we had that today. But each week we have a trivia question. They can call into the show, get the correct answer, our first caller with the correct answer, and you can, we'll send you out a mug. Really? Well, how about if just someone just called the ARL and said, hey, you know, I love Mick and Carol and everything. Here's 20 bucks, you know, Sold. to help out with uh, the puppies and, yeah. and the kitties and everything. And it's going to get cold. We need some food. And uh, we listen to the show. You'd send them a mug, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, you can also, you know, we're going to be doing some other stuff with ARL Animal Connection, T-shirts and stuff. So those mugs are actually going to be sold eventually in our no. animal house. Folks, yeah. you got you to get your ARL mug, folks. So it just makes coffee mug. taste so much better. Thank you. Yes, we agree. Absolutely. So. And if they can't find them out there, tell them to, at the desk to leave their name and we'll get them a mug. Pour right. it forward. Thank you, Dan, for Thank that. Thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. Pot forward. We're AM 1040 on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040, WHO, Des Moines. And politically correct. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. We will make it with or without you. Anger from the mayor of San Juan, Puerto Rico, who says her people are dying because of the Trump administration's inefficient response to Hurricane Maria. I am begging, begging anyone that can hear us 
to save us from dying. Carmen Newland Cruz is urging President Trump to make sure someone is in charge. The president who just criticized the mayor is defending the government's response. We are sending tremendous amounts of supplies, tremendous amounts of food and water, and we are sending great people to help. The president in his weekly speech ahead of Tuesday's visit to Puerto Rico in a tweet this past hour, he called the mayor's leadership poor. He also suggested that Democrats are telling her to be nasty to him. Democrats in their weekly speech are reacting to the government's response. FEMA must waive any requirement forcing the people of Puerto Rico to contribute additional funds to their own relief effort in the middle of a debt crisis. We wouldn't do this to Florida, Texas, or any of the other 50 states. Nevada Senator Catherine Cortez Masto. There's a hole in the president's cabinet now that Health and Human Services Secretary Tom Price has resigned. After days of public scrutiny, apologies, and a promise to pay back at least some of the money he used to fly in private jets, HHS Secretary Tom Price becoming the first cabinet secretary of this administration to resign. Barely two weeks ago, Politico reported on Price's use of private planes. They said he traveled on private jets at least 24 times since May. Fox's Ellison Barber, the private jets cost taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars. Fox News, fair and balanced.